In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Double-Edged Sword, a Christian podcast ministry presented by Father Gennard Lazar. Father Gennard is a parish priest of the Mud-Edda Parish of the Assyrian Church of the East in Turlock, California. Here's Father Gennard. I came across a sign selling at uh, Walmart, and the sign was titled, Think. And then underneath it would state, Before You Speak. And there was an acronym uh, for Think. The T was is it true and the h is is it helpful and the i is is it inspiring the n is is it necessary and the k stated is it kind i actually used this acronym during a sermon many 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 moons ago um, when i was talking about uh, thinking thinking is an integral action or aspect of our daily lives you know the first think I do when I open my eyes, yes, I purposely said the first think um, and not the first thing. But the first thing I do before, well, as soon as I open my eyes when I wake up is my mind begins to work full speed and I'm thinking of what's installed, what I need to do, what I have um, uh, lacked in doing what is uh, awaiting me uh, for the day, what is installed uh, for that day. And um, and the, the mind starts working and, and we begin to think and I start to think, you know. And and I think, and as I was preparing this message, you know, um, uh, I, I thought to myself that, that a thief uh, would think of his or her next theft, uh, a murderer will think of his of her next victim a drug addict will think of his or her next shoot or shoot up or next fix i think they say you know the cop the lawyer the doctor the architect the cpa the the and the everyone thinks of what pertains to their daily lives a worldly person one who is living in the world and is of the world because we all live in the world, but many of us are not of the world. We don't conform to the patterns of the world. But the person that is worldly and is conforming to the patterns of the world will think of what the world deems important. This is what will go through his or her mind. How to impress, how to attract, how to go with the flow, how to succeed, how to dress, to reveal, to attract, social media, in person, and what have you. But a Christian who is defined as a Christ-loving, 
honoring, worshipping, obeying, reflecting brother or sister who has been baptized in the name of the Holy Trinity, received the gift of the Holy Spirit at the hands of the priest by the power vested in the priesthood of the church, and who has been adopted as a child of God, has to think otherwise, beloved. A Christian whom I um, described is one who is obedient to the Holy Scriptures and one that will make every attempt by the grace and power of God to live a life thinking of what is favorable with God, pondering, meditating on what is appeasing, pleasing to God in every actions, in every aspects of the daily life. And what we need to meditate and think about as Christians, now remember, Christians are not people that float in the air, are only mysteriously or mystically um, uh, you know, present in the world. No, they are physically, we are physical people living in this world. That means we work, we plan, we execute our plans, we live our daily lives. But a Christian must at all times during his life on earth think of what Paul states quite clearly in Philippians 4, 8, chapter 4, verse 8. Meditate, Paul says, or think of or ponder on these things that are true, those things that are honorable, those that are righteous, those things that are pure, those things that are precious and those things that are praiseworthy. Deeds of glory and of praise. Those things that are true. What is true in a Christian faith? What is the truth that we live by? That when we wake up in the morning, we live in the truth that Jesus Christ, our Lord, our King, our Saviour, our life giver, and the forgiver of our sins, is the Son of God. Definite article must always be present. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and all that goes with that great and marvellous and gracious news. Jesus in John chapter 16 tells us the Holy Spirit, which we celebrate, the descent of the Holy Spirit, which we celebrate we celebrated yesterday or on Sunday of Pentecost, one of the works of the Holy Spirit is to guide us in all the truth. And St. Paul expands and instructs that we must meditate on that truth, the truth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. The first thing on our minds, beloved, when we wake up, as soon as we open our eyes, we must think of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We must praise Jesus Christ, our Lord. You know, when I get out of the bed, I do the sign of my cross of the Trinity and I praise Jesus Christ. Praise be to your name, my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ. So as soon as you wake up, you remember Jesus Christ. You know, whether you wake up on the right side or the wrong side of the bed, you remember the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more. 
And then Paul goes on to say, think of what is honorable. When our thoughts are true, that means our thoughts, our meditation, our thinking is that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, my Savior, my Lord, my King, my life giver, and the forgiver of my, of my sins. It is naturally followed that everything that I think of will be honorable. Our thoughts will be ethical, respectable, pure, moral. Because when you think of Jesus Christ, all the attributes of our Lord are in mind as well. And the honorable things that we are to think of are the external, our external virtues, our qualities. When the truth of the Lord is in your mind and you ponder on that and you meditate on that and you think about that, and as I said, the first thing in the morning, then it's common that your virtues, your deeds, your actions, your qualities will be honorable as well because we will begin to imitate our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. St. Paul instructs us, us to imitate him. Why? Because he imitates Jesus Christ. And Paul goes on to say, think of those things that are righteous, meaning what is true, what is honorable is righteous, is just. What is true, which is Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the Son of God. It is honorable at the same time. We need to honor this Son of God. And that is righteousness. That is just. It is justified. It is acceptable by who? By God, our heavenly creator. What is justified by God is obviously then pure and there is no blemish to be found in it think of those things that are pure pure to the soul purity morality cleanliness philippians 127 saint paul instructs let your conduct your extension your reflection of your thoughts which are your conducts, your deeds, be as becomes the gospel of Christ. Live your life according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. So what is justified by God, meaning our, you know, the right, the, the truth, the honorable things, um, then lead us to the purity. The purity that is pleasing to God, the purity that has been demanded, commanded, requested righteously, rightfully by Jesus Christ, our Lord and our God. What is praiseworthy? What is commendable? What is admirable? Before we take any steps, beloved, before we take make any decisions in our life, and it be pertaining to any aspect of our lives, not just our business and our spiritual life and our religious life and our faith and our church life, no, our marital life, our, um, our, our, you know, our jobs, our careers, our businesses, our investments, whatever it may be, that we must do and think of them being commendable and admirable. Admired by men, because we are to reflect the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, the doctors out there who are probably listening to this uh, podcast, the CPAs, 
the nurses, the phlebotomists, whoever it may be listening, that everything we do, we must do for the glory of God because we are the children of God. Now, remember, not that we add to or can take away from the glory of God. No. When we do something that is right, that is true, that is honorable because we've been thinking about it and it's been justified by God and it brings us to purity and then it brings us to praiseworthy, then God is automatically glorified in you, meaning you are glorifying God to yourself, within yourself, with others by what you do that is praiseworthy. So it be admirable, attractive to men, but what we do is to be praiseworthy. That means to glorify our God. Everything that we do, think about it. What is it that you are doing right at this moment? What do you do when you wake up in the morning, during your spare time, at work, at home, while you're taking care of the kids, while you're cleaning, while you're preparing the food for, for the husband and the children to come home to, whatever you may be doing. Right at this moment, maybe there is a group of men and women who are listening to this podcast. Right at this moment, your thoughts are where they should be, are with the Lord Jesus Christ and his holy scriptures. But what happens after this podcast has ended? What do you do when you gather together but there's no podcast? Just for a coffee or just to engage in, in communication, in talk. What do you talk? What you do, does it glorify the Lord Jesus Christ? What you are doing, what you reflect in your act, is it truly reflecting your thoughts that should be on what is true and what is righteous and what is pure? If not, well, as I always say, it's not the end of the world yet. <laughs> if not, well, we need to correct. We need to admit. First, we need to come to that realization that do we receive, do we accept these words? Are we agreeing with these words? Are we, are we acknowledging that this is the true and the righteous path of Christianity? If yes, well, admit that I have fallen away or I, you know, I'm, I'm flawed. My actions show the flawness in, in my thinking. And what do you do? Then you stand up. You, as I say, dust yourself off. And you begin the walk of righteousness. You try to take your mind in your own control. Not what the world, how the world controls it, beloved. Not how Hollywood controls it. Not how social media controls it. Not how TikTok or Facebook or Snapchat or, or Twitter or Instagram control it. No, you control your thoughts. And you know what you do with those thoughts? Colossians 3.2 Think of that which is on high and not of that on earth. In other words, set your minds on the things that are above. Let your minds be above is one of the instructions in the in the celebration of the divine liturgy of Holy Qurban of the Eucharist. Which is from the scriptures. Let your minds be above. Contemplate, meditate, think of what is above. What is above? Heaven, the throne of God, the angels praising the Lord unceasingly. Holy, holy, holy are you. Qadish, 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 Maria Alaha. 
your minds to be above where God is sitting enthroned on his glorious throne, our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ, at the right hand of the Father, meaning the righteousness, the power, the fullness of the Father, and that he can see from heaven on earth, he knows everything, he is everywhere, he can do everything, and he is expecting for his children to set their minds at his feet and to ponder on what he is pleased with, what appeases him. Very simple. Think of what is on high and not what is on the earth. St. John Chrysostom comments on this and writes, change your thoughts from earth to heaven, from visible things to those that are unseen. Keep in mind always, see, keep in mind, think about this. When you wake up in the morning, when you, when you go on your, uh, you know, your, your, your lunch break or your break at work or your, you sit at your, uh, at your desk at work or, well, now everyone's working from home or you're in the car and you're driving, you know, before, before you get in that car and you hit the blast, the, the techno and the rap and, I don't know, I think these are all old style music, last Stephen, um, music. And, you know, pertaining to swearing and cussing and, and murdering and, and, you know, I, I, I don't want to go on because this podcast is for the glorification of God. Why don't you just wait for a second, give yourself a minute or two and think about God and thank God. When you pray, when you wake up in the morning and you pray, ask the Lord to help you to bind your thoughts, to capture your thoughts and to place them at his own feet so that at all times you're thinking of what would God want, what would God do, what would God, what is God seeing, how will God react and keeping in mind, beloved, to have that communication with the Lord always. When we pray, and you know, I've always mentioned praying is not just coming to church and falling on the, on the ground at the pews or on a, on a Sunday or, you know, just a church service. At any moment after this podcast, you can switch off your medium and you can say a quick prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the Son of God. I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. Take my thoughts in your hands, Lord. Keep him there. Let me always meditate on your commands, your statues, your words, and let me at all time glorify you and please you. As I walk on this earth and I live in this world, I am going to be in this world. Lord, I do not ask that you take me away from this world if it's not your timing, your will. I ask that you keep me in this world. This is what Jesus Christ prayed for his disciples. I'm not asking, Father, that you take him out from this world because who's going to go and preach the good news? Lord, I don't want to be taken out of this world. How can I reflect you if I'm not here? How can I preach your name, your, your glory, your, your power, your might if I'm not on this earth? But if it appeases you according to your perfect will and timing, keep me on this earth. But Lord, help me to always think and meditate on you and you alone. Because you are in full control. Sometimes... When we listen to the media and, again, the social medias and the news, there's nothing positive. There's definitely nothing about God. And I think it's a way Satan 
tries to distract us and to move our thoughts away that God is in full control, beloved. When the disciples were in the boat with Jesus Christ and there was a storm, that storm, the storm arose and they started panicking and, and maybe mumbling and murmuring, what is he still asleep? Can't he see that we're perishing here? And Jesus, when you read the gospel in Mark, it's very calmly stands up, wakes up, stands up and says, why you fear? And commands to the ocean to be still. Regardless of what's going on on earth, the turmoil, the misery, beloved. Jesus Christ is on the throne and he is not moved and will not shake. You know, the term we use in the Aramaic language for God is Maria Lord God who holds everything. The power and glory and might and majesty are in his hands. Keep in mind that he is with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. What we need to do is to keep our minds and our thoughts on Him and Him alone. To please Him, to please Him alone, to glorify Him, to glorify Him alone. Praise be to His name now and at all times and forever and ever. Amen. One last thing, please also don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family. If you'd like to suggest future episodes or give us detailed feedback, please visit the link in the description or on our Instagram, linktr.ee forward slash double edged sword. God bless you all.